have you fallen victim to the tutorial purgatory? It could be that it's not really your fault. You've been told that the system of learning is what you need to switch to a tech career, and the truth is, it's not enough. Welcome to How to Switch to a Tech Career in Your 30s and 40s. It's the podcast where we love to get excited and down to brass tacks, talking about the real things that help you move the needle when you switch from any other career into a high-tech or IT career. And this is where we're going to discuss the real hints, tips, tricks, and the methods and the protocol that help you switch into a real tech career. So welcome. There's really nothing more frustrating than to be told that all you have to do to get into a tech career is go and take courses, get certifications, and learn, and then you will be good. You'll be able to apply to jobs. People will like that you are smart, and they will hire you. Well, the marketplace doesn't work with that. And if that is you, if that's what you've been told and what you've believed, I want to apologize on behalf of employers everywhere and recruiters everywhere. It really doesn't work that way. Uh, what really happens is we get some knowledge, we build our knowledge, and then we get to a point where we really think that we are something, not that we're super proud about what we know, but we're confident in what we know. And the issue is that we don't have much knowledge about how to put ourselves into the marketplace. So the technical skills that we've learned become not a waste, but they become irrelevant to in many different ways. So let's talk about what you can do to shore up your technical skills, because those are the easy things to get and how you can brace and get a foundation around your technical skills so that other people will hire you. When I first began to help people get into a tech career, um, really I had been giving advice uh, to just a few people before 2020. But when the pandemic hit in 2020, as you know, if you're not three years old or four year old, years old listening to this, you remember, everything shut down and everything was bad. Everything was tanking. The only things that weren't tanking were things like things you could do at home, like Zoom or home fitness and those types of industries. But for the rest of us, we were sitting around with our tech skills wondering, you know, how could we get into a, a job that um, we've been studying for, we've been trying to get, and now, oh, everybody gets to work from home. What a better thing to do than get a tech job. And so there was a, a massive amount of new applicants and new interest in the tech field. What caused the rise in boot camps, therefore, was the vision and hope that people had that they could get into a remote position. Not necessarily a technical position, but a remote job. Boot camps uh, started to spring up. Boot camps that were not known before all of a sudden became known. And tech boot camps started to make money. And to this day, it's 2024 right now as you're listening, of course. 
And to this day, boot camps are at a position of saturation in the marketplace. And because of that, whenever there's saturation, as you know, in any other products in the marketplace, there are differences in prices, quality, satisfaction, guarantees, and all of that. But genuinely, I would say boot camps used to be uh, few and far between, and they really did work. I think of a boot camp that I heard about um, before I got uh, into uh, helping others, and that boot camp is still around. And I think of several new boot camps or projects that are around that people get involved in, and they're still around as well. But now you have the people who can put money into marketing, and they really, really stand out. So if you found this podcast, for example, through an advertisement or uh, or any other way on social media, for example, it's probably not because of an ad I've put out there because we just don't have ads. We don't have the money for ads. We are just trying to genuinely help people. Um, and so we just put out this content to help you. But you may see a lot of different ads once you start looking on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. A ton of different ads for boot camps and courses. So here's what the short episode today is supposed to cover for you. So let's dive into that. If you've been doing a lot of information gathering and stuffing it in your brain and trying to do small projects and learn how to do skills and uh, learn how to program or learn how to be a business analyst or a scrum master or a quality engineer, all of these sort of titles go in the same boat of tech or, you know, IT support, those sort of things. If you've been just cramming your brain with knowledge for these roles, what's probably going to happen is you get to a point where you yourself are saturated and your brain can't hold a lot more without giving some output. In other words, when you have a ton of skills, it's not worth it to have those skills if you can't do something for other people. And so you are going to have to do start doing projects for other people. This is where boot camps come in, and they enter into your uh, your vision, and you're seeing them everywhere online because you searched once, and now they've got a follow on you and your 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 cookies. So, uh, boot camps will come in and say, "Look, you're going to come in and get some experience in the boot camp, and do some projects." And you know what? We might not even uh, worry about you paying us until you get a job. So uh, you have to be very, very careful about some of these. As a warning to you, I have met people online who have been through boot camps that promised the world, and they didn't get anything out of it. They got some knowledge, and they got some projects done, but they didn't get their job. And so then I've had to help them. They're people who become my clients. I've had to help them get their job. So what does it really take to get a job with a boot camper without? What it really takes is persistence. It takes the ability to present yourself to a marketplace. And it takes the ability for you to get some skills or professionality. And with all three of those things, professionality and persistence, you're doing it daily. Uh, You're working on your tasks daily, whether they're skills tasks or whether they are tasks dealing with uh, putting your resume out there or applying to jobs or modifying your resume. So present, presenting yourself as well, all three of those things, all of those need to go together 
And what I've put together, in at least for people in the Tech Career Accelerator program that I have, um, is more of a protocol. And so I would encourage you to come up with a protocol where you're able to say, are the things I'm doing today giving me the results I need for tomorrow? Are the things I'm doing today giving me the results that I need for tomorrow? And if not, why am I doing them? Let's stop doing those things. What you're going to need to do then, just like I've done in Tech Career Accelerator, is reverse engineer the long-term goals because most people I meet don't have any long-term real goals. They're not sure what position to land in, and they just start looking in the marketplace and they buy an $18 course and start taking it, and they feel confident. And the problem with that is, that's like if I uh, am just taking a course on plumbing and I'm really not sure what what sort of job I can get as a plumber. You know, uh, the funny part of that example is that probably it's more practical to get take courses on plumbing because it's probably more likely that you'll get a position possibly easier with that type of skill. Uh, so to get into high tech and a tech position, however, um, you really need to have a long-term vision. What is your role going to be? What is your secondary role going to be? What's the role you're going to have in two years? How about five years? Do you realize that when you start to put down plans for five years and two years, it shapes not only your six-month, three-month, and one-month goals, but also your daily task list? Because if you know where you're heading, you can modify what you do today and modify the course that you're taking today based on the future. People tend to not think about the future long-term when they're worried about the future long-term. People tend to base their emotions on the circumstances today, and their emotions then shape their task list for tomorrow. In other words, unless you have some sort of protocol, and I've mentioned I do this for my clients, but you can do it for yourself if you want, is simply uh, you know, create a framework for yourself for your day Unless you have that sort of thing going on in your life, your life is going to go nowhere. And you're just going to be sitting around taking what's in front of you and complaining. Not that you're a complainer, I don't even know you. But we tend to, as humans, complain about the future and how bad it looks. Unless you have a plan. And we tend to, when we have a plan, put hope in the plan. And the hope is not... Uh, ridiculous. The hope is not you just tricking yourself. As humans, we have the ability, unlike any other animal, to consciously plan. Animals do, of course, they they modify their movements and their migrations and uh, everything they do based on how they feel. And we know that animals like birds that migrate there are certain things that start happening in their brain, in their eyeball, actually. It's a, it's a quantum uh, thing that happens in their eyeball. You can tell I'm interested in quantum mechanics and quantum physics, but I don't know a whole lot about it by the way I'm talking about this. But animals, the birds don't think, oh, we've got to plan for winter, so let's start flying south. No, they just simply have something that forces them 
uh, really forces them pretty much to start flying south. It's quite amazing. But we don't have that. Um, we go by planning. And so God has given us the ability to plan unlike any other creatures on the planet or in the universe. So let's take advantage of that. And when we do that, all of a sudden, things, to start, things start falling into place. So will you plan out the next few years, then the next year, and then plan out the next 90 days, 60 days, 30 days, and even put down a task list for today based on all of the other plans? And I think what you're going to start to see is that you're able to check some things off your list and it will feel very good because you know you're not lost, hopeless, or wandering around. Now, after all of that, if you have no idea how to reverse engineer your future in tech, you know, uh, reach out or fill out the Q&A on this podcast. Uh, contact me if you'd like. Oh, I can coach you on the podcast live. Just fill out the application in the show notes that I've put. And um, we can really help you out. So I'm here to help you. I hope this podcast has been insightful. And if you get nothing else out of it and you don't take any action at all, make sure you take this action. Put together a plan for yourself and see if that encourages you to not just go around and get new courses or boot camps, registrations, but to uh, walk through your day with that plan in mind and see how that changes everything that you do as you make your switch into a tech career. So be successful, be a planner, and don't count on just getting skills and thinking that'll be enough. All right, so as we close out each podcast, we want to invite you, if you'd like to have some coaching done real time, you'd like to join the podcast and have a podcast episode where we're coaching you, I would invite you to sign up and use the show notes. There's a link there. You can go ahead and become one of our podcast interviewees and you'll walk away with some training, some coaching, some encouragement. And if you need to remain anonymous, that is fine. So we'll hop on a call and we'll record it and figure it out from there. So if you want to stay anonymous, just let me know. Check the show notes. Put that information in the show notes and in the link that I provide in the show notes. And have a great rest of your day. Hope to see you soon.